Welcome, everyone, to Livestream Stars, where we feature talented broadcasters delivering high-quality content across Livestream platforms. And Livestream Stars is brought to you by Livestream Universe. Check it out, LivestreamUniverse.com. I'm Ross Brand. We have a website just for this show as well, uh, LivestreamStars.tv. And some new guests have been added to the schedule page, so check that out. Next week, we have Jody Oaken coming up. Uh, she's an expert in personal finance and financial aid for colleges. And she's also the host of College Cash uh, Twitter chat and, and also hosts Blab. So uh, very active on social media. It should be, should be a good show. And tomorrow night, we have a special Ask the Esk expert easy for me to say edition of live stream stars with austin uliano taking your questions about snapchat calling it snapchat 101 i know there's a lot i need to learn so um i'm going to be asking all sorts of questions about snapchat what does this thing do what does that thing do why is this go this way that way i don't know um john you on snapchat yeah, i'm around you're around yeah, I'm, I'm around on snapchat i i it I, works for me yeah yeah so as you can see, uh, our guest tonight probably needs no introduction, but we'll give him one anyway because it seems the way you, you do these things. Yeah. So Jonathan Tripp is the host of Jonathan Tripp Live, J Tripp Live, every morning, weekday morning. You take the weekends off, right? I do take the and holidays. Yes, excellent. Holidays as well. You can't treat yourself well. Um, every morning, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific, uh, set your alarm. If you're a late riser like I am, uh, it's it's definitely one of the, the the real great shows for building community here on Blab. John also runs the Blab Nation Facebook group. Um, drop the link in if you would, John. It's a, it's a terrific group, almost 500 members now, I believe. Something like that. Um, I, we're in that vicinity. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I guess, um, and you have a you have a new course coming up, right? The Instagram yeah. Workshop. Tell yep. us a little bit about what you're doing with that. Well, Instagram workshop, it's, it is literally as plain and simple as I can make it because I think, um, you know, oftentimes we, we get caught up in the, the so many tricks and techniques and stuff, but we actually forget how to actually use it as a social platform. So, um, this is a, it's a one hour workshop that's really geared to somebody that wants to, uh, really get their hands around, um, you know, Instagram and be able to use it for their specific business. I, it's an hour workshop, but there's also a Q and a time. So, you can't you can't go wrong you can't go wrong that sounds good um and when is it starting okay i've got two times this week okay. um and we are going from time to time but i've got thursday at i believe thursday at two o'clock if i'm not mistaken let me click on that and then i also have it on saturday at one o'clock um because i know some people aren't able to make weekdays so i said ah well just let's do it on a saturday hmm. so we'll go from there and um, is it is it like a webinar format or is it a blab or what well, what? I, or you I need to sign up first. You know what? You well, you, need, you do need to sign what's up. What's behind the curtain? That's right. Well, you do need to sign up. And yes, those are Eastern times. <laughs> um, and do I have? Do do you have or do I have? I somebody somebody has here. Where's the where's the link for that? I'm actually looking for it myself. But here's the deal, right? Is that where I would love to have it on Blab here. I would love to have it on Blab. It is a paid course, okay? It is a paid course. And all this disclosure, it's a very short, very easy thing. Um, and I do think I do have that that link in there. But it's jonathantrip.com forward slash Instagram workshop. It's, I mean, you, Instagram workshop, it'll get you there. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like $25. And we're going to go for like an hour 
uh, of workshop, actual workshop time with some follow-up Q&A to try to help solve some problems and make, again, getting back to what I think social media is all about and using Instagram to do it. Right, right. And so, um, you know, we mentioned Snapchat uh, before we get to um, your focus on, on Blab. How are you finding Snapchat? Uh, it seems like everybody now is rushing over to Snapchat, trying to figure it out, trying to get used to it, trying to, you know, post some stories and things like that. How's how's your experience with Snapchat been? Um, we've had their ups and downs. It really <laughs> is. It's, you know, I, I was I, I didn't know about it at first. And then somebody told me about it to look and I thought I was like, oh, this is really kind of great. You get to do some fun filters and things like this and draw on it. And I thought that was great. And then you know what? I started to lose. I, I fell out of love. The honeymoon period was done. I, I started to fall out of love with the platform. And so I would just, I stopped posting stories for about two, three weeks, started watching some more people and then, um, you know, talked with a couple of people, one of, uh, one of which is actually going to be your guest, Austin Juliano. Mm -hmm. And he was, he really kind of, he kind of challenged me on it. And he says, look, I dare you to have fun. That's basically what he was saying. I dare you to have fun on the platform. And after that, I kind of let go of a lot of stuff. And once I started having fun with it, it's so easy to do stories now. And it's made all the difference. And actually, I enjoy doing Snapchat now. It's just part of, I, I call it Snapchat as my in-between moments. Right, right. Coach Jenny says Snapchat feels playful and unnecessary. I'm going to keep trying. Um, I figure I need to learn it better because I, I haven't really, I, I don't know. I mean, I put some things on there and then I forget about it. And then I, I'll have a day where it'd be like, okay, I'm into Snapchat today. So I'll snap, snap, snap. And then I'll have other days where it's sort of like, ah, uh, you know, it didn't even cross my mind to, to, to do a Snapchat story. So, right. Um, I figure I'll learn more about it and perhaps I'll like it or perhaps I'll say maybe I should spend it, my time elsewhere. For me, it makes me a better storyteller. Mm -hmm. Not only because it, it, you know, you, you have to think about your story, that what you want to say and that you have a shorter time to do it. You just can't go on and on. It's like an eight hour blab or anything like that. It's you've right. got 10 seconds at a time and, you know, things like that. But just the concept of being able to do that makes makes me be and want to be a better storyteller. So at least for that part, I'm loving Snapchat right now. Yeah, Jenny Q says the purpose of it is to be playful and unnecessary. <laughs> Sounds good. Gotcha. So when did you get when did you get started on Blab? Um, and when did like what was your progression that you know you said okay not only am I going to do this thing but I'm going to do it five days a week, start a Facebook group, and just like you know go all in on it. Well, in a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I started on Blab approximately 215 days ago from wow. today, even Wow, 215. I don't know how this happened, but the way I got started on Blab was actually by not starting on Blab. It was by starting on Periscope. And I was on Periscope for, I know, a couple times in the day, just trying to meet new people and watch and, and learn how to honestly just learn how to speak. And Periscope right. is a different animal then blab it is and i hope people treat it that way because it's different and we use it differently but um so i was on there and somebody and i cannot remember who to give the credit to um said john you should be on per uh, you should be on blab you're on periscope you should be on blab too so i i kind of very shyly downloaded the app on my ipad which wasn't optimized in any way shape or form then um and I accidentally now it, called now it. it. Runs now it runs flawlessly. Oh, now it absolutely <laughs> runs flawlessly. And no glitches whatsoever. No. 
no, there's, there's no issues with, with Blab in, in general, is the Blab Beta. I think they've actually changed their name to Blab Beta. <laughs> that, that's the actual official company name now. It's not, not Blab, it's Blab Beta together. It's like Facebook, you know? Right, right. Um, so, well, I, so I actually made a mistake and I called in. I was trying to read comments and, and slide up on it, and I called in. And before I knew it, my face was on one of the cameras, um, and I, I panicked. I, it was sheer and utter panic. I closed out of the out of the show. I turned my iPad off and I left it for about a week, um, and I didn't even didn't even touch it. And so that was my intro to, to Blab. It was, um, yeah, awesome. No, it wasn't. So it's so first impressions aren't always um, the be all end all. No, it wasn't. But I did get the the push again. Hey, aren't you on Blab? I saw your name because the people started following me just because they knew me from Periscope and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. I mean, we're talking like six people. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It's like six people that I knew from Periscope that were on Blab. Mm-hmm. And so once I kind of made it over and we started doing a couple of shows, I did them side by side. You remember? Remember those days when we would do the Periscope on and the phone? phone and yeah. That was that the was, simulcast. Yeah, I call it MacGyvering <laughs> when we're trying to get the guest on and yeah, right. we just couldn't do it. So back in the day, 214 days ago. So are you still on Periscope or? No, still, no okay. I, don't, I don't need it. Right, right. I'm on Lab and Snapchat. You know, why? And but I, you, and you well, are I, Facebook living or were you just trying it out? Like, are you thinking you're going to integrate Facebook Live into, into what you do? You know, I will. But here's the thing. This is my Facebook Live is going to be a lot more about me personally, because that's where my friends and people that I call friends and see them. That's where that's where it, they they know me from Facebook in that way. So for me to come on and and do a, a Instagram workshop on Facebook Live, they're going to go, what? Like, I want to see your coffee and kids. You know, I mean, that's that's what they come for. But I mean, my my Facebook Live the other day, I was seasoning the rotisserie chicken. That was my, that was, well, at least that's what I was doing, but we were talking business the whole time. You, you know what I do for my friends on Facebook Live? <laughs> Stay the heck off of it. <laughs> well, I think again, I just, I'm I don't want to be, playing, but... I don't want to be another, uh, on another video platform selling something else. I'm tired of right, it. Right. Just like, I mean, I don't talk about Snapchat every day, you know, I mean, Instagram, you know, it's just what we do. We're real people with real interests. So, right, right. So um, what made you decide to do five day a week and, you know, start the start the Facebook group and, and really go about building community? Was your goal to, to build a strong community or were you just kind of liking it and it it started happening? Well, the the those are all different questions and I love them, but I know what you're saying, because here's the you thing. Can take I, them one at a time. Oh, uh, yeah, like, well, and there'll gonna, be a test at the end. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, practice. Yeah, and, and you'll get the answer on Snapchat. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so here's the thing. I never started the <laughs> show to my list and you'll yeah. get the, no. there you go. Hey, that, that's an excellent way to get there, There's the marketer at heart. And then I'll sell you a check mark too, <laughs> which by the way, did happen on my show with somebody. Anyway. Um, so I never started my show and I still weird, honestly, Ross, just to say, call it my show, the show, right? I never started it to be a show. It was more of just a, hey, let's get together and let's talk about some things. And, you know, I would talk about some things that I felt like I knew a little bit more about that that I thought maybe would offer some value. Because back then, it was kind of like the wild, wild west on Blab. There was really nothing consistent that I could find. Um, so you'd have really great days. And then there would be really awful days where you just couldn't find anything. So that was kind of where I made the decision. I was like, you know what? If you, 
let's let's do this. You know, let's let's be here every day. And I think I think I did pick ten o'clock um, because I would ten, I would blab at ten and then Periscope at one thirty. Mm-hmm. That was just my time. I I wanted to be on at a time, and so that's kind of how it all started. And since now you don't Periscope anymore, you just stay on Blab until one thirty. Stay on Blab, right? Right. <laughs> just so so yeah. I mean that's that it's it's logical if you really think about that. Right. So right. instead of well, and, and that's really kind of the point now is is that I think it Periscope for me and what I was trying to do and communicate it became an obsolete thing. Um, it doesn't mean that Periscope is is outmoded. It's ridiculous. There's no point to it. No, it's just it's just not worth working for me. So I stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. It's plain and simple. Right, right. And and so how about the Facebook group? What what made you? Oh, the Facebook group. Facebook group didn't start until December ish. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think about December. Hmm. And I think it's right on that time and in what it what that really kind of was born out of the need and desire um just to be able to talk about things after or even you know we talk about snapchat as being like the in-between moments well this was the in-between conversations in between our broadcasts um and even then i really wasn't so focused on having a guest every day and or doing interviews and things like that it was really a lot more about having trying to have better conversations and um the 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 group Lab Nation became just that. We were focused on on just connecting, finding different people to to talk with, and then out of that is really kind of what birthed the show as it is now. That's great. That's great. And you know, you've done so many shows now. Like you, you know, you probably have one of the bigger bodies of work or whatever. And I know you you kind of pay attention to to different things with the shows. What have you found that like? accounts for why one show is more popular than another is it you know is it the guest is it the day of the week is it the topic what you know what would you, have yeah. you been able to pinpoint what brings what brings the the audience in um it, it's a soft science and i'll say it like this there is there is something to a title actually there's a lot to do with a title um, I've had really great shows, meaning the content of the shows are great. The interaction from those who are attending, just fantastic questions and everything like this. But there's only like 20 people in the room. Right, right. You know, and you're just and it doesn't mean 20 people isn't bad. It's just, well, let's just compare to a larger audience where, you know, um, you know, maybe the guest was more popular um, or maybe the the topic. One of my one of my favorite favorite episodes was google plus just another pig and lipstick oh that was a great title and i had people coming out of the woodwork on that one i had people seeing it on twitter signing up for a blab account and then got in to argue why blab was not, i mean why uh, google plus was not just another pig and lipstick and <laughs> i just you know that was one of the more fun ones to debate on not you're not going to be doing a google plus uh, course are you because I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to go over there and ramp it up. Yeah, you know it. It takes about five minutes. Uh, we'll be done. That's my Google Plus. In fact, I'll be paying you to attend. Yes, thank you, thank you. You know, I I, I was always kind of hard on uh, Google Plus Hangouts because it was so complicated to you know get people who weren't familiar with the platform onto it and yeah. to attend and stuff, but. You know, lately, I, like last couple of days, I've been actually checking my Google Plus again after maybe uh, six months of right. not even looking over there or whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's a very nice looking platform. I mean, your yeah. posts like, 
I don't know. I don't know. They they didn't they didn't go about something right, but it's it's really you know not a bad platform. It just didn't didn't take off. It doesn't. I, I'll say this. My the way I've always said it is that it just didn't feel social to me. Um, it doesn't mean that you can't grow an audience there. I mean, there's plenty of people, and I even think probably if I looked, even some people in this room that have a, a solid Google Plus community and i'm going to say a community rather than a following right uh, but a community um and what i also find with that platform in the same way that that with with this platform and with maybe a couple others probably less so facebook but with google plus those that are in there they're really in there they really like it and they really mm -hmm. comment and not just like nice article they'll write 400 words on why it's an awesome article but you have to use the community features, right? Like you have to be in the communities, not just posting on your timeline, so to speak, whatever they call it on Google Plus, and then hope that somebody knows. Right. right. So anyway, um, not to hijack this for Google Plus, just because I spent it's a, a contrast there again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, you mentioned, you know, there's a difference between getting a big audience and having a great conversation. What What do you think the 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 top? Can you distinguish between topics? that like seem to really bring for great conversation on your show. And, you know, sure. those are the ones like you, you've started to kind of focus what you talk about in a way, because you, you're seeing certain, you well, know, there's certain results there's from that. There's a really big temptation. I mean, there is a like immense temptation to do a show after show, or at least once a week on how to do a blab show. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that was one of that doing one of those or a couple of those. Uh, the temptation is to do that. And and I'll be honest with you. The reason it's tempting is because you get lots of draw. You get lots of people necessarily coming through the room. Not right. always good conversation. You have sometimes have some great questions and things like that. Um, but I and I like to do it every once in a while because it kind of stirs the pot, brings some brings some people that are not normally that wouldn't regularly come in. Go, oh, I like this topic. I want to learn about it. But there are other shows that do a really good job talking about how to do, you know, both the techniques and some things like that. So I don't really feel that I I need to do it a lot. Um, but every once in a while, if they if Blab does like a big update or something, I'll I'll talk about it and make it a big point of the show um, that we that we do. But otherwise, I think having the better conversations really circles around actually thinking about what you're going to talk about and not just kind of get on and go, so Ross, what's up? You know, it just, and, that, and, and those can sometimes- I don't know, it's lead, worked for me so far. <laughs> well, I mean, you have no, a guest, no, we, yeah, we talk that. about things, but like, you know, kind of getting on and it's like the periscope that the guy's just looking at the screen, waiting for the, you know, slitting the mm -hmm. something to come on. I, I'd, I'd like to welcome all the people on the replay. <laughs> I'm just going to put my makeup on and I'm going to pull the car into the garage. And as people start to get here, I'll, I'll tell you how right. you can buy something from me. Exactly. But meanwhile, tap up the hearts. And it, but that's I'm sorry, I, I just don't get Periscope. No, just, it's, it's a different animal. And I will say this. I cut my teeth on on live stream, on live video. Um, with with Periscope, um, not speaking wise, but just it's a different animal. You know, I, I've always felt that with the Periscope, I have to. I feel like I'm constantly pushing. Like mm -hmm. I, I like it's more of like a sprint than than this feels more of in a good way, in, in an enjoyable way. This this feels more like a marathon where I'm I'm going for longer and I'm going. You know, I don't feel like I have to jump to uh, you know topic to topic and 
keep the conversation going because if there's any dead time, people are going to stop watching. Blab is a totally different feel to it. It's a different culture. And with it, I feel like I can have a more authentic uh, conversation in the way that I would normally and regularly in person have a conversation. Whereas Periscope, it feels, uh, feels a little more artificial, like you've got to put on a little bit more of a show. At least that's my experience. Yeah, Catch Penny says Periscope is awesome. Um, I'm going to unlock the seat. If you want to jump in and and tell us why, um, you're welcome to. If anybody wants to jump in with questions for Jonathan, um, definitely jump in. I know you all know, most of you know John pretty well. So um, love to hear what, what you're interested in asking him about uh, Blab Nation and about JTrip Live. Um, one of the things I think with Periscope, too, is that it, it does have its uses where it's it, it probably, well, Facebook Live now is going to challenge this, but Periscope was probably the best place to pull out a phone and capture an event, right? Right. Like you capture a speaker, you see something going on in the street that mm, shouldn't be happening, whatever, right? right? Like it. here it is, here's the moment I got it, right? Which is different than sitting there and showing people how you um, wash the dishes in the evening. or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Here's me sleeping, you know, like they did on MeV for a while. Or, mm -hmm. Was it MeV? No, it was something else. There was another one where they like they, they were just doing people sleeping. But uh... <laughs> like I don't have enough content to consume already. Right, right. Include sleeping now. Live, right. live, live stream sleeping channel. It was oh Meerkat. It was Meerkat. Was Meerkat. Okay. So where do you see like where do you see Blab going in the next six months to a year? Do you see it like moving into the mainstream? Do you see it like picking up more of a following or some really celebrities coming over? Or do you that's think the que that's the quite boy, you you you're pinning me down already. This is like it's like a Phil Donahue show. <laughs> Caller, are you there? Caller. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, caller. <laughs> so this is this is what I think of Blab and where it's going to go, okay? I think the competition is going to get more fierce and diversified, okay? Mm -hmm. Whereas I think at one point, Blab really was the big thing for this type of a video, live video. This was the, this was the place to model, to fix, to break. Um, and I think going forward, I think we're going to have we're going to be able to be more discriminating um, with the other platforms that shall rename nameless uh, at the present time. But I think I, I think the platform that's going to do the best is going to be that which develops community the easiest. Um, and that was one of the reasons why early on I wanted to um, I wanted to have a, a, a regular presence on a show. Um, then the idea of starting a, a, a group, a community group around that um, became important. And I saw the importance of it partly because, and, and we know a couple of weeks ago from the, from the taping of this broadcast, that it was hard to move around and find shows within Blab as a platform. Mm -hmm. But there, our community, what they did is they started posting their links, you know, hey, this is where I'm at. This is the show I'm doing and, and so on and so forth. We would, you know, promote each other's shows out in the different platforms and the different spheres that we were in. And I think it really worked well. And I mean, you know, and so we'll see where we'll actually see where Blab decides to go in the next six to 12 months. Um, Rachel uh, Moore, really social uh, Rachel Re at Rachel really asks, um, do you think Blab is headed toward freemium? No, no, I don't. You think it's going to just stay free? 
Uh, is it going towards freemium? Yeah. Um, I think they're going to remain some free options. I have a feeling that they're going to go and and be adding on some extra features and how they it's I don't know. I wouldn't know how, even though they they've said this in the past. Um, oh, we're going to remain a free, you know, a, a free platform. They also said that they had no interest whatsoever in having private rooms. Right, right. I remember th that conversation. So I, I don't necessarily, and you know, guys, it's, it's Blab Beta. I mean, that's again, Blab, Blab Beta TM. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they, I, I don't hold them to their word hard and fast because I think they are trying to develop a platform. They're, they're not selling a platform. And they do, they do have to find a way eventually to make some money off mm -hmm. of it. So one way would be to offer people private access to or an enterprise version or some, something. Pay-per-view. <clears throat> oh, yeah, pay-per-view. I'm <laughs> thinking like boxing goes yeah, on. Well, hey, we've got we've got four squares. It's on yeah. <laughs> in this square. Yeah, why not? If right, you opened right. up more, I would do a Hollywood Squares episode. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I could probably I could probably figure out some way to do it. Get more people in. This. How awesome would that be? <laughs> All right, in three weeks, it's on. That's yeah. it. Thanks for the question, Rachel. And Rachel Moore has a new Let's Livestream Twitter chat that, that's got off to a really good start um, last week. It's Wednesdays at 3 p.m. And I'm actually going to be the guest this week to talk about Blab and uh, broadcasting. So that's Wednesdays, 3 p.m. Let's Livestream. Hashtag Let's Livestream. So join us, please. Please do. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about Snapchat tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern with Austin Uliano. Um, ask the S expert. Again, I'm struggling with that uh, tongue twister there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're going to do tomorrow night at 7 p.m. here on Blab. So, John, um, we don't know where Blab's going. We mm -hmm. we kind of know where it's been, um, but they're, they're approaching about a year anniversary. And... I've seen people who who really committed like you have and some other people here start to back off their their involvement some. Mm -hmm. um, but then there have been other people who've come to the platform. And I think you're getting more people who are viewing labs rather than just, you know, view and then I'll host tomorrow. Right. But just enjoy the conversation and, and, and all that kind of thing. Um but lately, it's been a little tough to find uh, blabs. I mean, I've noticed like the last couple of weeks, my my views have been my viewers have been down. Um, and in fact, there was a blab that I went to watch that was pretty popular. And other than going to their website, I wouldn't have been able to find it, even though I subscribed to it. So I don't know if you've noticed any sort of technical issues or if that's had any. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I have. And I and you know the i, I want to be careful that you know, i don't say well it's all blab's fault because I, I i don't necessarily think that in the same way that um without developing a community it really is just a it's a one off periscope you just happen to do it again and again um there's really no it doesn't feel that there's a rhyme or reason to it so that's one of the reasons why i think developing community um is a big part of that even if you're not doing a a, a daily show you could do a weekly or a monthly show I, I think the whole point is that you you bring value on the platform that you're going to be on. Um, have something really actually to talk about. Let people know what it is. And I, I honestly, I think I think people are just they're starving for really good content. That's that's how I feel about it. Right, right. David Vaughn asks if you could do one thing different from when you first started, what would that be? 
Oh, David, you know my heart on this. And I, I kind of mean it that way. And I, that is, I didn't even pay David for this. I think the first thing I probably, <laughs> right? No, if I was to start all over again, kind of knowing a little bit of, a little bit more of where I had wanted to go with it, I, I would have started right away um, by developing the community and my uh, and my in my email list to communicate with my with my growing or to be at that point um, community. You know, I mean, it's just do both and let the email list be a chance for me to be able to connect with them, especially when things weren't going right that day mm-hmm. on Blab. I, I can I I mean I can't even tell you how valuable it would have been. But I'm like eight months behind the you know behind the I don't even know what the thing is, but I'm I'm eight, eight, eight months behind the ball. There we go. Thanks, David. Great question. Um, and I, I think you know one of the things, at least I I found, is that when I was trying this out, I didn't have any assumption that I would necessarily be doing it a month later or two months later right. or whatever, because you don't even know, is anybody going to care? Is anybody going to watch what you do is, you know, are people going to want to come on your blab, all those kind of things. And then, you know, you sort of have to catch up once it, it goes somewhere. You, you only want to invest so much time. I think in the beginning when you're, you're spending your time figuring out the platform and whether, you know, it's, it's going to work for you or not. Right. Right. So, right. Um, I think there's a, it's sort of natural, although I think we all kick ourselves a little bit that, you know, we didn't plan more when we started sure. out. Um, Jennifer Quinn asks, um, what have you learned from building a Blab community, uh, a Facebook community rather about Blab? About, it just happens. My, the you artist happens to be Facebook community. Yeah. Uh, what, probably one of the biggest things in the actual, uh, I'll give you a couple of perspectives. One, the, 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 the overall one is the community is not about me. Um, that, that is something that I've learned, it, but it not, not like the hard way where I've gone, you know, through, through some struggle or something. It's not like that. It's more of the more I talk with people and the more I interact in, 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 in the group. Um, and a lot of it is now becoming not on the page itself, but it's in the message chats. It's in the finding people on other platforms and engaging them, finding them on their own, on their own blogs and stuff. The, the more I, 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 spend time in the group the the, the and, and it's so fascinating it's so fantastic the more i realize it's not about me it really is about the conversation with the people in the group now what have i learned as a community manager which is what i think jen i think that's probably what i think you were probably asking what have you learned is, you know in building a community i think the the best thing is, is to be re- is to be pretty specific with what the purpose is be ruthless with how you protect it be absolutely ruthless. Like I am, I am ruthless with the block button in my blabs, hmm. you know, and, and it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like, oh, you spoke out as much as just saying, no, you don't, what you're doing here does not belong. Mm-hmm. And because I'm pretty clear with the rules, you don't stay. And that really to the point now where something weird happens or odd or something doesn't seem right. People report it right away. Right, right. So. And and I think um, you know you're one of the reasons why you were drawn to Blab in the first place versus Periscope, as you kind of said before, is, is that it is about the conversations and it is about getting other people's ideas and 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 more much more. Blab feels like a community, right? Periscope is like a monologue. You're like up on stage holding you holding a phone, talking to yourself, and hoping you know they don't come and drag you away. Or something. <laughs> Where Blab is a real real conversation. 
Um, but I think if you're going to do good things on Blab, it has to be about other people, whether you're showcasing other people or you're delivering something that they want. Ideally, yes, that's every platform and that's Periscope too. Um, but Periscope's so vast in terms of people just right babbling that you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot more content right. But it's not necessarily, I find it very, very, very difficult to find the content that I want to. And that's probably one of the biggest hurdles that I think that if Blab is going to be really successful, they need to figure out a way for me to be able to find the content that I want to. Yes. Without me knowing that I want it yet. <laughs> you heard me say like, it, but y'all know y'all thinking they it. want to see in my newsfeed, right? Like they just you you click something you like on somebody's post twice, then all of a sudden you see everything you see. they've ever done, right? Like, right. <laughs> and then you go, I won't make that mistake again, <laughs> right? And you start like I you you become like like shy, you know, you don't want to click the like button or the heart button or whatever. Right. Or give them props. Maybe the prop should influence who you see. And your no, please don't do that. Please, <laughs> that's a bad idea. That was a really bad idea. <laughs> Axel Happy asks, are many blabs for people who have other who have otherwise have no voice like to hear themselves without real content? And I mean this respectfully. Um, so could you give a respectful answer to that mm. question, Jonathan? So are, are blabs for people who otherwise have no voice? Um, I think there's a time and a place for it. Um, I I don't know what this platform would look like in a positive way if every single user produced a, you know, produced a, a, some kind of a quality show. I mean, I already have enough hard enough time trying to pick what shows I'm going to be able to watch and what shows I'm going to have to forego just for, I mean, there's only 25 hours in the day, you know I mean? Like, well, at least as a father, it feels like that, right? You know, the, you know, so there's, I, I have more stuff in my, my day then I have hours. That's why I said 25, not 24. I can count. I know, but I do. I, that's how fast. That's how much coffee I drink. But, you know, so I, I think the bottom line is, is I think there's a time and a place for everybody's show. Just make sure you're really clear about it. If you're going to show is going to be about nothing, then just make sure people right, know about right. it and don't try to pretend that it's not. And, and Blab's basically Blab, all these live streaming platforms are really the democratization of broadcasting right so it gives everybody a chance to have that have a voice and have a show and and with that you're going to get some things that aren't very good right you're going to mm -hmm. get some things that um would never make it on on tv or never make it on some other kind of medium but have have a, an intrinsic value to people and you're going to mm -hmm. find some stuff that's probably better and never would have been found um either because it means a lot to you or you just, you know, can sort of stand back at, at you know, 20,000 feet and look and go, that is killer, right? Like, yeah. and, you guys, and you guys know good content when you see it. Right. And so it gives more people a chance to produce good content than would ever have a chance in, in a, in a world with only smaller broadcast opportunities. And so with that, of course, comes a lot of things that, mm, yeah, I don't necessarily need to watch, but right you now it's, Part I can't it. watch. I th it's it's like saying like this. I can't watch a documentary every day. Right, right. All the time. I can't do it. Like it's it's just too much. So I like to have the the casual ones. There are times where a show about nothing is just fantastic. It's just what I need. It's just what I was looking right, for. Right. But there are other times where it's like, look, I just want something really good. Can someone please produce 
a good show that I can watch. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Um, Zeph asks, um, John, your advice for anyone who wants to start a live show here on Blab. Oh, that's a really, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, the, any advice? Um, I, I, again, I would just say, be, don't be afraid to be specific about your topic. Um, you know, in, in, don't, you know, don't, don't let social media be your overall target. That's, that's, <laughs> That's, you know, that's too large. It's like saying I live on the East Coast. That's a really big place, you know. Um, be really specific in it. Um, and don't be afraid to uh, to try some new things. Have fun with it, but really have an overall goal in mind. If you would like to try to build a business out of it, do that. You know, don't be afraid. Step up. And you'd be surprised the people that come around and support you. Uh, share your vision. Thanks, Seth. Um Rachel Moore asks, um, from that broadcasting perspective, how do you think traditional broadcasters are adapting to Blab and other tools? I don't think they are. Um, I think they're using like, um, you know, like local news channels mm -hmm. are sometimes streaming um, their broadcasts on different places and even like sending their reporters out where they like cover the story mm -hmm. and then they show you something with their phone on Facebook live. Like, you know, here's the crowd gathering or, you know, we didn't get to talk about this, but I wanted to pull over this person and, and, and ask them their opinion. So it's like little additional stories, but I think basically the people who are broadcasting professionally for the most part are so busy with their jobs that, you know, to do this, to, to use these platforms really yeah. is it's, it's a little too much work, right? It's I was really going to say, I think you're being really nice in it. I'll say it a different way and I'll be, I'll be the bad cop. Okay. Okay. I think that they either are afraid of it because they don't know it. It's a foreign thing. You know, that we, you know, you did bring up the, you know, the, you know, some of the examples that uh, some reporters or, or newscasters, they, you know, they're, they're doing the, the, a periscope and I've seen it where they're doing a periscope you know, and they stop it in between, or sometimes they just mute it or something like that. And you know, while they're actually doing the show. And then you've got like the, in the street reporters with it. I think that is so far and few that it, it almost doesn't count as legitimate use. That's accidental, but I think far and wide, I think one, they're afraid of it Two, I think they actually look at it as it's beneath them. They're professionals. They have a studio. They're doing this on such a high quality level with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands, not millions of dollars worth of equipment. And here I'm sitting in, in my I'm sitting in a spare room with a light on in a twenty four dollar webcam. Right. Right. You know, it just doesn't compare to them. And that's how they think of that. Like, oh, it's just live stream. Well, I, I mean, I think um, there's an element as well as if you're paid to do something all day, you don't necessarily want to do it for free on a to a smaller audience for, you know, kicks later. Like most of us are using Blab, at least in part because we enjoy these conversations. We enjoy doing this. But if if we were brought we were broad, professional broadcasters all day, we, we just might not want to come home and like, OK, now I want to broadcast in my time again. So I think that's a, a big reason. And um, I think the best stuff that broadcasters do is like what any other kind of public figure does or company or whatever and that's give you a little bit of access on periscope on facebook live where they show you you know 
behind the scenes of a person that they're going to talk to or what their studio and their office looks like or when they're going on a, on the road to, to do a broadcast, they show you a taste of the trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So, something that gives you behind the scenes. I, I, better stuff than what I'm mentioning here as examples, but you know that, that's the, the basic idea, I think. So um, Vanessa V asks, what kind of show do you think um, what kind of shows do you think are missing on Blab? I've seen marketing, news types, and a food show. What do you think um, would prosper on Blab? Well, what would prosper on Blab and what I have on Blab? Um, no, nothing's really prospering. I mean, <laughs> I've thought about this and, and I just haven't, I haven't put it all together. I would love to do a product review Blab, but not like good products. I'd love to do one of those like really awful... <laughs> Um, awful, uh, Amazon, like the Hutzler 571. It's the banana slicer. I would love to do a show on those, right? Whether I'm just watching or something like I, I would, uh, just, it'd be fantastic just to read some of the comments are just, just it's pure gold guys. It's just pure gold. Um, I, I think I would like to see, I don't know how well it would work. I'd love to see a music show. You know, right. not necessarily like the voice or something like that, but I don't know. I can say that, can I? Yeah. Um, but I don't know if if I could, you know, something quite like that. But it'd be interesting to see like a music show, a variety show of some sort, maybe a game show. That'd be fun. Right, right. Because we have so much silly, I mean, so much serious stuff. We don't have really good quality, silly stuff. Right, right. I can't believe I just said that. And I think like anything else, right? If you're going to do silly, you got to do it up, right? You got to be really funny. Um, and people are doing a little bit of silly, but they're they're holding back because you don't want to yeah. you don't want to make yourself into a clown where people can find it day later. Right. And you know, um, thanks, Vanessa. Um, I, I think also um, people are prospering here in. Um, you know, a lot of people are prospering on Blab in terms of getting clients, in terms of, you know, building their personal brand and things like that. But, it, you know, in terms of like companies prospering, I think, you know, a show in which, hey, Shelton, um, a show in which um, companies would like demonstrate a, a product to like onboard new customers mm-hmm. or just take questions like, OK, I know that a lot of new users of this service have questions. And you just sit there and you have somebody who knows how to answer questions about it and is familiar with the product mm-hmm. that actually sit, spend an hour answering questions from customers. I mean, I think that would not only increase customers' competency in using the product, but it would raise a lot of, a lot of goodwill. Um, so that's something I'd like to see. Hey, Shelton, you have a question? Hello, Howie. Yes, uh, I, I'm more of a, an observation. Uh, what you guys are talking about has been talked about ad nauseum here on Blab, in the 200 days that I've been on Blab, it has been talked about repeatedly to such an extent that it's almost surreal that essentially we're talking about the same things that they were talking about when I got here 200 days ago. Uh, because, you know, we all talk about how do you how to improve the, the brand, how to expand the universe of Blab, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, uh, you know, there is Blab's Got Talent, which is sort of a uh, variety show. Uh, and, uh, you know, people are always doing different things, but really the, the issue is, uh, the Blab team doesn't seem to have much of a growth strategy at all. And that is why Blab continues to be very small. And with that, hmm. I will leave you be, I don't want to hijack. I don't, I don't mean to hijack. <laughs> you know, you're not hijacking. Uh, a, I, I will just, point. there you go. Thank you very point, much. Like Thanks, Thanks, Sheldon. Thanks, Sheldon.
Do you want to add anything to that? Or just oh, I, I could I could go on for another 215 days on that topic. But I mean, I think generally speaking, <laughs> well, we're, we're stopping at eight o'clock either. Well, way, okay, so. so we're going to stop at eight o'clock, you know, um, you know, but, but I, th I think the real the overall issue comes down to this. It it, it is it's. I, I'm going to say it in this regard, in the same way that I look at every other platform. I do not think it is Twitter's job to um, to facilitate or or to pr uh, um, organize, um, you know, Twitter chats or mm -hmm. or for Facebook to to help manage my Facebook group. I'm going to say, okay, so so that's the one balance side to the art uh, to the argument. Um, and, and what I think out of that becomes it really puts the onus on us as community members, as uh, broadcasters, if you will, um, to come up with better shows and to really do the do the best that we can to be a community, our own community. Um, because, like I said, I mean, I'm hardly ever on at this time of night. I'm right, usually on right. at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. You know, that's mm -hmm. it's usually I don't like this middle ground stuff. I'm either you know really hot or really cold. I don't like any of this stuff. My whole point really is, is that um, the community, it's up to the community <laughs> members to produce better content, period. That's the thing. And while he's going on, um, we'll ask Melissa's question. Melissa, has your engagement on Blab improved your business? And if so, how? Absolutely. The answer is absolutely. And here's the reason why. Gives me another chance, another opportunity to be able to um, to be able to engage with audience members in a way that I don't think that I would have been able to. Um, I said audience, I meant uh, uh, clients. It helps me be able to uh, engage with them in a way that I wouldn't be able to otherwise. I, I we don't have this kind of interaction on Facebook. We just don't. Like even one, I mean, maybe maybe with the video chat we could get a little bit of interaction, but there's no way that I could do what I'm doing right here with Ross on Facebook, Periscope, it just doesn't work. So absolutely, I think it, it improves business by by putting yourself out, especially if you're consistent. They're going to know and they're going to get to know you that way. Cool. Thanks, Melissa. And I'm back. Um, <laughs> Been there, done that. It's a little trick you can use to uh, disappear. <laughs> you just close the browser when you meant to right. do something else. Yeah, you just close the browser and you see <laughs> yeah, bye bye. <laughs> Show still goes on, whatever. So um, Axel asks, uh, watch out. We're planning a road show on Blab for recruitment, worldwide positions, how to design resumes, how to do, uh, how to get headhunted, et cetera. Yeah, good topic. Um, I, I did a, a Blab on um, career, career issues, career coaching kind of Blab, um, hoping to do more of those as well. So uh, now I know we got competition from Axel doing a road trip. You got to strike. You got to strike first, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get in there right away. There's none of this like waiting for other people to do stuff now. But, you know, um, you know, we we talk about this, you know, some of the things that what I one of the things that I, I think make in a really important within on Blab and within a community and developing it. And I'm going to say it in these terms, um, I, I I would just encourage people to go out and start doing something. Don't right. sit on the sidelines going, well, I really wish there was something. Even if you don't feel that you can do it yourself, collaborate with others. Huge factor, especially in this platform. Right, right. And I think just to, you know, uh, 
we may come across like at least I feel like I come across maybe a little bit negative in some of the things I say. And that's because we love this platform so much. At least I do. And I want to see it succeed and I want to see it grow and I want to see it be around a year from now, two years, 10 years, 20 years. I want it to become mainstream. So um, the criticisms, at least, you know, if I have a criticism, probably the same thing with John. It's It's more like out of love than it is out of like. Oh, we want to throw dirt on on different platforms. Um, we like most of these platforms, and and particularly like Blab, or we wouldn't devote so much effort to spreading the word about it and encouraging people to, you know, do shows and 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 learn more about it. You agree, John? Or no, I I, I do. I'm otherwise, not to speak honestly, for you. So other, no, otherwise I would have I would have quit probably in November when there was the talks about the mass exodus from Blab. Mm-hmm. I would have quit that. That would have been the time to quit. Not after I've done another, what, 60 shows or I don't know, whatever it is now. That's when I, I was know. just getting started. <laughs> right. I mean, that's like the warm up period. I doubled down. I doubled down. That's why I started the Facebook group. I said, no, this is let's make a home. Let's make this thing. And let's try to help the help the Blab team um, have something solid to build on. Because if nobody's doing shows, what's the point? of? I mean, if nobody's actually not a show, but if nobody's doing a broadcast, then what's the point of the pl- uh, of the platform? Just a whole bunch right, of watchers right. and no producers. Hey, David, you look like you're, you're you went for a walk in the woods, huh? That's no, it's, you blab uh, my backyard. So. Oh, OK. And I just came out because it's actually a nice evening. It feels like spring. So not uh, about are you guys getting any wind noise? No, no, it sounds good. A little, little, little bit, but not enough to to disturb anything. Okay. I just wanted to come in and give my support to Jonathan Tripp. He's grown as such a person, as an individual. <laughs> you really have. I, you know what? I bet there are people in this group, and I'm being absolutely serious. Mm-hmm. There are people in the group who have known you maybe longer than I've known you, or just as long as I've known you. And the mannerisms of you and the way that you uh, carry yourself uh, and the way that you carry conversations and the way that you uh, have turned the view of of what you're trying to do, um, you know, has changed, has grown a lot. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that, David. But it's important. You know, it's it's true. It doesn't get said enough. And, you know. I think, I don't know if it's Blab that's done it or if it's the community that's done it as you, you know, you let yourself go. I heard you say it earlier and you have, you've let yourself go as the primary, you put pushed everyone else and then you pushed me out of the group, but that's beyond the point. Um, totally different. <laughs> you get an invite back just for, just for this. I don't want to invite back. I, I've moved beyond. <laughs> I've ascended. <laughs> I'll just take matters in my own hands and I'll add you because I know uh, people who run groups love when people just start oh, adding random people. ads. By the way, I'm adding everybody that's in this blab tonight. <laughs> I've kept track. I know who you are. But I think it's important in, to know. It, it, I just want you to know that I think it's important that you know. Um, I mean, and you know what? People can go back and they can look at the interview that I did with you, which was months ago. Right. Um, versus and by the way folks when jonathan says that he doesn't show up at this time of night on blab the only reason he shows up is if he's the star so just to let you know that hasn't changed 
<laughs> Still true. <It's> the second, <laughs> second time I've been on at seven o'clock. The at village night. of Trip will always take over. I can promise you that, and that's exactly what's going on. I'm sure Holly right now is probably pulling her hair out, going, "Jonathan, get off!" <laughs> when are you done? That was the question, by the way. That was the question. Was like, when are you going to be done? I know when Ross lets me go, the chains come off, and I, I can go. All right, all right. Well, we won't go past eleven thirty tonight. Okay, that's so. a deal. <laughs> so anyway, and like I say, I'm sure in the comments, people can sit there and say that they've seen you grow, and you I get you know that. beautiful wind chime noise in the background that sits there and confirms that. Yes. <laughs> what timing? <laughs> Me and God, we're like that, you know. We sit there and we're yeah. God, I need wind, wind chimes, you know. Cue the chimes. Got half of them. That's right, right there. Anyway, I'm done. Thanks, Ross. Great Thanks, show. Man. Thanks, David. I enjoyed driving around and listening to it. Huh? Sounds and, good. And <laughs> distracted driving. Oh gosh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, All right. Have a good night. All right, man. See you. Um, let's get to this question quickly. Uh, Rachel asks, can we talk, can we talk tech? Uh, what do you recommend for best blab results? Um, lighting, audio equipment. All right. Um, without getting tech, tech, techie tech talk, you know, things, I would say this is that it, it, it pays to have a, a good workable setup. Um, you can have medium quality, video and better quality audio. And I think people permit it um, because you can go no video and still good audio. I'm going to, I know some people really disagree, um, but I would say this, look, if, if I'm having a really rough time uh, uh, connecting and I have to drop out video and you can still hear me, um, you know, that's at least acceptable. Uh, but if you, if there's very little, very poor audio, but great, great video, I have no idea what you're saying. And it's really hard. Right. Um, to do so i i would but i would say get i mean most of the video uh, most of the uh, webcams out there are going to be decent enough i'm not joking when i said a 24.99 camera that i bought three years ago that's still what i'm using i do have a better microphone now and i spent 12 dollars on lights hmm. yep the best so lights I, I bought were at home depot for like six bucks a piece they're the painter's lights did you know that yeah. So my my answer um, basically confirms what John said in an even more extreme way because I've given no thought whatsoever to lighting or video or anything, but I did try out several microphones, mm -hmm. um, and you can get a decent microphone for around fifty dollars, and I can I can recommend a couple um, if anybody's interested. But basically, you know, there's the ATR twenty one hundred, and there's a Samson uh, something. USB one that's right. like around $50. Both of those are almost the exact same mic and um, they sound great. They, mm -hmm. I think they both sound for what we're doing. I mean, right. Like if you're doing a radio broadcast or whatever, you might want to go higher, but for, for what we're doing, they're, they're both great, great mics. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, catch penny ass dynamic. Definitely go with dynamic mic. I don't know why um, so many are, are, are pushing condenser mics, um, but dynamic mics are, are great for that. Mm -hmm. Because um, you don't need a studio or anything, um, uh, but that's you know I, I think what do you what do you do in terms of your your setup there? Because you you can see I have a distracting background, right? And you have a solid background with nice lighting. And you said you didn't 
do a lot with it, but you've done something with it and it's made a big difference. Right. So like, can you talk a little yeah, bit about it? I will. And, and after the show, after we do the recording, I'll show you what's just over there um, with, with just some of my setup, but I won't do it on, I'll do it off the record um, at that point. But really um, I I've actually tried a bunch of things. Um, I have actually moved to a, to a, just a, a, a room that I can close the door in. It's, this is just a regular painted, you know, wall. I had a black background and it just didn't work well with me. I know other people, it looks fantastic. It's so right on. I, it just didn't work with me. I tend to like to be a little closer to the screen rather than farther away. And and I think some of that's because of the way my microphone is. I think the next piece of equipment that I'm going to actually purchase is a boom mic as, as, as much as I say that. Um, so, you know, I, but I think that's going to be one of the things that I say. The other, the other thing I would say is, um, if you can be, try to be hardwired in. If you want to do a consistent show, I think that's the case. What's up, Tiffany? And three, two, and one. Anything? Okay. Thanks for, for stopping in. Right. Appreciate it. Um, thanks. That's a great question, um, Rachel. And, you you so you buy a separate you bought yourself a separate webcam from the one that's on your computer. Um yeah, well I, I have a I, I'm on a desktop, oh, okay. so there is no you know, it's just a there's no uh, uh it's a separate webcam. I don't have one built in, which is fine because I, I like my monitor the way I do, and then I can just I just take it with me. So and now the setup is so that I can just I can actually go on the road as I need to. So Thanks, Rachel. Great, great question. Um, that could be a subject of an entire show, just what kind of gear to get and how to set right. it up and everything. Um, you good to stick around and take a few more questions? If you're not, uh, yeah. we just wrap up. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Um, Maya says, uh, today I recorded a podcast in an unlisted room and could never find the recording at all. Is it lost? Can it be possible that my whole interview just disappeared? Um, it's possible that there's a delay in processing the replay, but I don't know because I've never done an unlisted. It it should pop up the same way. Keep in mind that my entire Friday interview, all both of them, have not shown up yet under my profile. Okay, and I had multiple hosts, so it wasn't that I wasn't on specifically. I I think that they're running so much in the background. I think they're just having a hard time. And the best thing to do is to reach out to them. Uh, I believe it's uh, just look them up on Twitter, Blab911. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, so uh, that would be my suggestion right off the bat. Thanks, Maya. I, I guess I'd be curious as why you chose to do it in um, an unlisted room rather than... I, I guess you're just using the technology, right, to record the podcast. So um, you're not looking for interaction, call-ins, things like that. But, oh, your guest was shy. That that too. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Jay Salman, which is a oh, go good reason to do it. Yeah, it really is. Definitely. Jay Salman asks, I've been trying to figure out how to end the blab and get the recording. I read a tip that says to close the tab, but that's not seeming to be something I've figured out. No. Um, I, let me tell you just kind of my experience is that remember when the drop-ins first started getting, uh, issued out and, uh, we were all playing with it. Well, those, those who had it, we all played with it. And, um, I started one. On, I think like it was like a Friday night, you know, and, and it wasn't, I just, I hopped in, I just put some music on and things like that. Right. And when I got done, 
I it wasn't recorded. There was no guests or anything like that. So I just closed the browser. And I don't, you guys know, I just generally speaking, I don't come on the weekends and things like that. No one told me. So you talk about community. They left me high and dry because this blab stayed open for two and a half days. Hmm. So I came in on Monday and there was a show going and I just was like, what? <laughs> the thing is, you got to X that sucker out. You got to exit out. You got to close that thing out. When if you are recording, hit the end record, you know, stop recording button. And then once it stops, then you can start to go on. All right. But just don't like abandon the broadcast because I think that throws all sorts of weirdo glitches. Once you stop recording, then all you have to do is close your browser. Right. And you're out of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if you have a, if you've got a drop in up there, you need to X that out too. If I'm not mistaken. Durham Skywriter asks, what is this blab bot? Somebody mentioned a couple days ago. I I haven't heard about that. The blab bot. Um, Just do a little bit better description describing that because we might be thinking of the same thing just calling it a different thing so um meanwhile uh beauty bubble says i tried something today recorded our first podcast on GarageBand, and replayed it back the review was it sounded perfect anyone else with experiences um with garage band nope. i have garage band on my um laptop and i just like played around with all the music samples and thought it was cool but um I haven't really figured out how to use it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a Mac person or a PC? No, or? I'm PC and Android. Yeah, I love so, I, I mean, love Android phone. So <laughs> Yeah. I'm all I'm all like I mean, I have so much prejudice and bias against me now. I mean, you realize that, right? <laughs> I get I get almost hate mail because of it. Cindy Harrison asks, um, do you have to unhost people before you close a blab? <sighs> That's a really good point. If you like them, you don't have to. <laughs> they just, they'll just get the blab, uh, the, the uh, what do you call it? Like the raw audio, the raw video. It'll show up in their replays. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you just click them out if they don't exit out themselves um, just to close the blab. But unless you unhost them, um, they'll stay on as, as, as hosts and get, get the, the video and audio, yeah. right? Right. That, that's basically what it is. They they have uh, during before and during the blab, they have certain host privileges and things like this. They're able to help manage and, you know, uh, um, you know, manage the groups and, you know, I mean, the, the chat and the drop and they have all those features. And when the blab ends, they get that email. Now they weren't getting it for a little bit. They put that back in. Um, it, it is that is that is the nice thing. The other thing is it shows up under their profile as something that they were in. Right. Um, you, you know. So for me, I uh, when the Blab Lounge was going hard and strong, I got co-hosted in that one time. And that showed that I was on all the time, and I really wasn't. So I had to go back in, and I had to ask somebody if they would just unhost me oh, yeah, from yeah. the Blab community. Because that you know, thing never com- ends, right? I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's always on, or some version of it. So I just said, no, please don't. And, and you know, I just make sure that I'm not hosting on it. So Okay, thanks. Because I also have that linked up to my website. Cool. Thanks, Cindy. Um uh, Durham Skyrise is a uh, bot is is exactly what wh- what it does or what it says. Um, I I don't know anything about it. Do you? Do you? Nope. I I don't run one, so I you know, I don't I don't need one. I've got kids, so I don't need bots. Excellent. Do you have a question for John? In three, 
two, and one. Thank you. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm too generous. Who I let in? I let anybody right? in. Just, yeah, you, you, you are. I I don't let you eggs in. You could see from like uh, 20 miles away that wasn't going to be a question. It was just you know, it's it's Jenny's just saying stop it, just stop. <laughs> Bob, be the Bob Newhart. Well, stop it. Just stop that. Stop doing that. Like the the other person when the phone is held up to show only their uh, their eyeballs. Right. Chances are they're not going to have anything to say. <laughs> They're probably not. Although I've had some pretty decent, but anyway, that's beside the point. It's a different thing. How do you get rid of somebody but, who keeps calling in? Besides locking, I I ban them. I block them. And how do I do that while they're calling it's in? Like you show name. caller, and then you um, X them. Yep. And then you go into their their name. It pops the 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 little profile up, and then you hit the X. You know the little triangle button. The the oh okay the perfect goodbye. That's it. That's how. And then then they stop showing up. Oh, for this show. Okay. Oh, and then it tells everybody I blocked somebody from the room. Nice. Oh, nice. You know, I usually see who on when you're a host, you get to see who it is. At least that's the way it was. Now it looks like they it just says that you blocked somebody nameless. I, I wouldn't know who it is. Oh, he says he wants to talk. Oh, well. Uh okay. <laughs> I think he had enough but anyway don't want to focus on that so um what do you have coming up you have the the instagram workshop uh yeah we have yeah that's coming up that's coming up this thursday we have one session on thursday and we have a repeat session on friday um and so that'll be honestly uh, ross i i really i really just hope that we have fun with it mm-hmm. that it's it's not just it's not a boring webinar you know it's really meant to answer questions go through and, and help people really just get a get a good handle on how to be better social on on Instagram using Instagram for your business and things like that and you know if there's a lot more network marketers in there then I'll I'll gear it more towards network marketers it's you know like I said it's not a pre-recorded webinar thing so I've got that I just dropped the link in so it's jonathantrip.com Instagram workshop and then we have our show Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time which I always say just stop by and tomorrow we're going to be talking about Live stream. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right. I do these shows every once in a while. Tomorrow's yeah, right. <laughs> right. Brand new time. We never talk about this. But um, What's yeah, it's, it's that time. About every three weeks we talk about it. Cool. Cool. And uh, the Facebook group, right? Blab Nation. Yeah, Facebook.com yeah. slash Blab Nation. Yeah. Do I, do I? Yeah. Do I still have it? I think I have it right there. And you guys are welcome to join it. I usually try to stay on top of the requests because otherwise it gets ridiculous. Right. Right. Uh, you know, it's just it really does become ridiculous, and there's very little point in trying to stay up with it. And then I have to outsource that, and it's another bunch of people I have to try to help. Right. <laughs> so right. 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 I have to outsource my 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 requests. So. And the the link for my uh, Snapchat show is on the right side there. Um, I don't have the exact link, so just go to my profile, and it'll be what's coming up next. And that'll be tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Austin Uliano, Ask the Expert. Um, any questions you have about Snapchat, if, like me, you're trying to still figure out this platform, um, Austin's a great person. He hosts yeah. the show. That'll be 7 p.m. Uh, tomorrow night and then uh, I'll also be on uh, the let's live stream snapchat uh, twitter chat snapchat twitter chat snapchat twitter chat the twitter chat on Wednesday 3 p.m. Eastern so um, beauty bubble asked Jonathan when will you have a blab nation summit yes when will the entire nation the entire blab nation be gathering together 
Blab Nation Summit. Oh my goodness, right? No, that would be amazing. I've had actually somebody challenge me and said, no, John, I'm not going to do a summit unless it's on a boat. They want a Blab Nation <laughs> The Blab cruise. Nation they don't want cruise. To... Yes. So Come here to your I, favorite I do have speakers. a couple of ideas. <laughs> I would be more than happy to do that. However, I've never been on a cruise before, and I'm not really sure I'd be like the idea of getting on there. But I do like the idea, because you guys know I'm in Virginia, of doing a Virginia, somewhere in Virginia, live stream meetup. You you guys just did one for New York City, and I'm so jealous because I wish I could have been there, but I couldn't. It's just a little too far, and the schedule didn't work out. But I was thinking about doing one in Virginia. But then at the same time, maybe doing a larger scale uh, virtual summit or, or something like that. And I mean, how cool would that be? Yeah. Come okay. On. So I just want to chime in on the person that said that they won't do it unless it's on a boat. What would the point be of having something where people should be interactive with the internet um, and something as bandwidth intensive as a video <laughs> streaming what would the point be of putting it on one of the most uninternet friendly? That's the only way I can think of it. <laughs> things in the entire world. I mean, you might as well go up to the top of Everest, and you'd probably get better signal up there. No, we just That's want just people to thought. pay big money to hear the same speakers in a in a cruise setting Absolutely. that they can hear for free three times a day on Black. Have, uh, and, so everybody from. would have uh, in room cameras. <laughs> Right. Right. Has to leave the, I got you now. Okay, actually, okay, that's, that's a good idea. That's a totally yeah, different show. To yeah, no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't actually live stream it. We would. Everybody <laughs> we would go broke off of room service on a cruise ship. But but people could buy the entire video collection afterwards. Like the time. And all it really is is just a bunch of slides. That's all it is. Single <laughs> single frame slides. And we just your like your 8, favorite 000. hits, John. I get my gifts back. Live stream. Ross Brand talks. Live stream stars. <laughs> right, right. David in Glad front of nation. the green screen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, I was just wondering. That, that was my question. I was like, oh, my God. Who sat? Nobody sat there and thought that that'd be in. You know, somebody's probably planning it. So anyway. Yeah, but as far as doing a live stream meetup, I I could I could go for doing a couple of those. I was I, planning I think, one until a, North Carolina went and did what they did. And, you know, now that Bruce Springsteen's yeah, well. not coming, well, nobody else is going to come to the freaking state. Right. I know. Right. Well, we can go to Virginia. Uh, right? We can go up to Richmond. Yeah, you can you can go up to or to, to Danville, Danville. We'll go up to we'll That's go up to Salem. That's what how far about. how far are you from Richmond, John? I'm actually about only about an hour ish. Right, depends right. on who's what do driving. You do sixty four. Uh, I'd never go to Richmond <laughs> on sixty four. I I just don't go uh, there. I just because that means I'm on the way to, to to DC and I just don't go there. I go up through the Blue Mountains. Anyway, that's the way right now we need to do like we need uh, a retreat. Drive not, Time to get definitely summit a retreat. Yeah, Zeph Zeph is the one who organized our awesome meetup in New York City. That that was just yeah. a blast. That was just um, a blast. We missed part of the trip so much, right? <laughs> we were hoarding the restaurant table, John, and everybody else, and we were like we hoarded the hotel next door's table after that. It was supposed to be a two-hour meetup. It turned out to be a five-hour meetup because we had so much fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, two different stops. Uh, one one place we went to, a hotel, they moved our entire group into a back area. Yeah, it was, it was, it was so oh, much fun, it was, really. It was yeah, everybody was drinking water. Oh, yeah. thanks, Alfredo. <laughs> hey, Shane. I had like three or four waters until they cut me off. I know. <laughs> 
they wanted me to be safe walking to the subway. Ross, they didn't know what to do with us because we were so like happy, yuppie, yippies, you know, and and they just didn't know what to do. They just like, do you want to move over to the side? You know, you right, make right. nice space at table. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> Happy, I'm gonna happy, pause happy, the. Yeah, uh, Coach Jenny. I'm gonna pause the recording. All right, and thank you so much, John. It's so great having you on live stream. Stars, check them out. Blab Nation, uh, the Facebook group, and it's J Trip Live every weekday, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Set your alarm. Make sure you're up. One of the best shows on Blab. And I'll be back tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern, with a special edition of Livestream Stars focused on Snapchat. And then Wednesday, catch us on Let's Livestream the Twitter chat. Uh, we'll be doing Twitter chat with Rachel Moore. So uh, have a great evening, everybody.